0: Hello, friends. This is Jeremy Greer coming to you live from Hurricane Barry. I'm just kidding. It's still a tropical storm. It's uh, Saturday morning. There's a hurricane facing down. Me and Gary recorded late this week. I've been super busy and have not been able to edit this. So I'm looking outside my window right now and seeing a dark sky. And kind of kind of a little worried about a hurricane, guys. But that's okay because Days of Future Cast is out, and you have um, about an hour's worth of material to distract you. If you enjoyed this, you should go to Patreon.com slash DuckVTV and support the network. Uh, put a little money in everybody's pockets so that hopefully, if Hurricane Barry blows off my roof, I can afford to put another one back on. Anyway, I will set up, and uh, you guys should enjoy the show.
1: Double-check your spelunking gear. Spiked boots. Spiked boots. Rope spiked boots. Compass boots. Spiked boots. Spiked boots. Spike boots, rope spike boots, slam spike boots, spike boots, spike boots, rope spike boots, bump slam handles and matches, spike boots, spike boots, rope spike boots, humpers, slam handles and matches, spike boots. Oh, and I better not see any game toys. Game toys.
0: homies lingo is so whack
2: i am jeremy greer and i'm gary butterfield
0: and this is days of future pot oh man almost did it gary (laughs) almost plugged a different (laughs) podcast this is what happens
1: this is this is
0: days of future cast the podcast where gary and i are discussing x-men evolution and a variety of animated marvel stuff whether it be okay or whether it be bad not not a Mm -hmm. lot of it hits like good status that we've been watching
2: right no we we, we've been on a streak
0: yeah
2: (laughs) like i feel like we've been kind of on a like a little bit of a
0: some people would call it a slope it's interesting that she went to streak
2: <laughs> Yeah. a little bit of a slump
0: we're like mario maker 2 we had slopes now we can just go we, we do down. have the
2: podcast does have uh does have slopes and you know we keep saying i think we were talking about these episodes on slack and we were like oh you know i really want this show to start getting good anytime now i think yeah i think we're both doing that same thing and uh brother these ain't it the um no, <laughs> I no, think these are it. the ones that do it like it's not Like, it's so weird because I I think that X-Men Evolution specifically, like, if we had done this right after the animated series, I think we would be, like, really, really disappointed. I think that would be really, really tough. The fact that we did this after doing the Avengers and Hulk is, like, the thing that makes this seem a little bit better than it is, at least in the first season, I think.
0: Yeah, because um, it's very apparent that this like the X Men animated series, the original '90s stuff was so like young Jeremy style. Like I loved yeah. all of that stuff, and I was at the perfect age for a lot of that dumbass shit to hit. Uh, whether it was like corporately mandated slang or or whatever, um, I was I was I was right there. I was way into it. Uh, a lot of the stuff in this just feels like it's trying too hard in a way that the animated series didn't like a lot of the slang and the quips and that kind of stuff just really, it, it, it ends up annoying me more than anything. And then you don't have like the backup of good animation and fight scenes. Like I think back to, yeah, like the high watermark of the animated series was probably that fight with the brotherhood of evil. Um, it wasn't, no, it wasn't the brotherhood of evil. Uh, it was the, not the, what? T- who is Apocalypse's cats or whatever. What the fuck was that team name?
2: The, uh, <laughs> <What> t- <laughs> So not the nasty boys. Yeah. The nasty boys. The, yeah. The horsemen. Yeah. yeah the, the, those are, those not are sinister, posse, cats. sinister, nasty, boy, nasty boys. Yeah. That's
0: what I was thinking of. Um, yeah. yeah. The fight with the nasty boys in that like cave or whatever, where everybody's using their powers and people are flying across the screen. And it's, it's just very dynamic. Like we don't have any of that stuff here. There's some fight scenes in this next episode. We're going to talk about like, there's a fight scene towards the end where I was like, did anything happen? Like, what the fuck no, is going it, on? Like, you guys are in a small room. You put ten mutants into a small room and nothing happens. Like, what the nothing fuck is breaks. wrong with you it, it just
2: people just pair off to, like, do their power against each other once and then do a quip. Yeah. You know, and it, it, it's, it's almost like the action scenes are shot like a stage play. <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> like, it's just really weird. Like, and, and it's, you know, it wasn't perfect in the X-Men animated series, but it was good. There's, like, that scene. There's the one um in Banshee's castle. Mm -hmm. with uh with Mm -hmm. juggernaut and black tom and like people are going through walls and stuff there's that scene where rogue like goes through a wall and goes through three different fight scenes yep and she's like bashing through different rooms and stuff it's just super cool like way better action choreography um and then also like just one of the things about adaptation i guess is that like they're adapting this to make this a different kind of x-men with the concept of them being in a high school they didn't answer one fucking question uh that would come with that and it makes it clang like the the animated series just had to copy the comics so the setup you know the x you know, men their setup their entire system was just kind of co- copied from the comics they had this huge rich world to build off of and pull details from here it is a and i know i keep complaining about this and people are probably annoyed at by now but it is consistently a problem to understand something that should be the absolute basic bare minimum of your understanding for the show which is like what are mutants place in the world and we keep going back and forth, like, do people actually need to hide this? Because nobody's hiding it. Uh now we're back to people needing to hide it. And the the like inconsistency of the universe, like that kind of feeling of just not having consistent rules, uh makes everything else kind of fall down. Yeah. You know, it's just very frustrating when you don't know the stakes and you don't know, you know, what the even like premise of the world is.
0: Yeah, we're you gonna know? we're gonna get to it in a bit, but like the like the crux of the argument between Cyclops and Nightcrawler in this episode is that Nightcrawler's always acting a fool and acting like a joker and he you know in danger of exposing himself and then he goes on to say like we're not the only mutants at this school you know and I'm like well like which one is it like are we all mutants yeah. and having a good this time is, or are we same, worried about these goddamn exposure? conversation, Cyclops yeah. like what do you, you know? like which one you can't have it be both ways and I'm
1: yeah yep.
2: I don't know and and it also is a thing where like this is a character turning point for Nightcrawler. Like this first episode we're talking about, Middleverse, um, is a, is a Nightcrawler story basically where he is the, uh, his personality is the key of this. I don't feel like we have had enough time to establish that personality because we have been spending, we're on episode six now. We spent the first five episodes just breathlessly introducing characters, which is going to continue, mm-hmm. uh, in this episode. Um, so what happens is we have to be told the personality trait that he has. Like we've seen him be kind of fun loving, but it's never been a problem. He's just been buddies with Cyclops doing Star Trek bits and shit. Now it's a problem. And then by the end of the episode, it's not a problem. Like the, the whole thing is contained in these, these 18 minutes or whatever. And that just makes it feel a little cheap. Yeah, agree. Like we're not building on character plot lines. We're not building on characterization that came from episodes before which for again for all of its faults that's something the x-men animated series did very well in the early seasons you know you would have these kind of continuing plot threads like you would have uh you know beast the, the the hated hank mccoy and his uh his character you know him getting arrested deciding no you know you can break me out of jail but i'm going to actually have my day in court because i need to prove a point point. and that was like this long-running plot line throughout all the episodes that established that characterization in x-men evolution the beginning of the episode, we're told that Kurt is a goofball and it's a problem. The end of the episode, we're told he's a goofball, but actually it's okay. It's like all wrapped up way too quickly and without kind of proper time to let any of this stuff stew. Yeah, know? like,
0: I mean, of course Cyclops looks like an asshole in this thing because like we we have no possible idea of why Cyclops would be mad at, at Kurt at this point. Like we haven't yeah, we yeah. haven't seen them argue with each other at all, which makes it the whole thing no. very strange to me. Um, but let's get into it. Let's, let's get into the first episode.
1: <clears throat>
2: yeah. Let, let's, we'll get into it. And also, I just want to point out, like, I do still think it is possible that this will get better, right? Like, sure. people tell me that later seasons get good. Totally think it's possible. I haven't given up hope. I don't want people, you know, a lot of people were, you know, kind of exhausted by the Avengers season because it was so negative. I don't want this to be that. This is better than that. Um, it is not unwatchable. It's like still kind of entertaining. It's just, I had really high expectations because so many people, not only just like kind of told us that this was good in general, but also said it was good, like, oh, you know, the original anime series is dumb, like this is actually where it gets good, yeah, you know, and it's like, well, you know not so far at least, maybe eventually, and
0: we'll see like i'm 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 definitely yep. trying to keep it as, as open of a mind as possible. it's still x men shit, and you and I are both on record for wanting to see x men do x men shit regardless of the mm-hmm. setting, so you yep. know this is something that everybody has told me it will get good eventually, and i'm I'm here for four seasons of
2: it, regardless, so mm-hmm. Um, yep. So Just yeah. in. Uh, So the first episode, uh, as we mentioned, uh, episode six of the first season, Middleverse, Kurt becomes trapped in an alternate universe created by another young mutant known as Forge, who himself has been stuck there for more than 20 years. Directed by Stephen E. Gordon and written by Adam Beechin and Evelyn Gabay.
0: So yeah, um, we're it introduced to Forge in this episode with the weirdest Forge backstory that I've like. I don't remember. Like, this is something completely from the comics, right? not uh, completely not from the comics i mean yeah yeah it's, yeah, it's not
2: this is not what happens to forge also forge's like weird mega arm is very funny
0: yes i love it like uh, and, this has got to be the most impressive mutant show off that we see of this because kurt's like i could teleport and forge is like i've got a big metal arm motherfucker
1: <laughs> yeah
2: exactly i'm a mecca yeah the um so we're starting off at research, recess where everyone's sitting around having a talk uh you know talking about there's this guy named duncan matthews Going to this party and Cyclops does not want to go. Yes, I hear. He's got to be the uh, the quarterback, right? Like that's that's Duncan Matthews. Right? I
0: haven't actually looked that up, but I'm sure it is. Right?
2: That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, they refer to to uh, milk as moo juice, which is something I remember from Official Simpsons Magazine. Uh, Bart Simpson referring to milk as moo juice. Really? Um, yeah. yeah. It's like just, I, re- it's weird. I remember, like I remember, like doing that as a kid. It was
0: just really weird to see teenager like, let me have some of that moo juice, man. Like, no, yeah. no.
2: Spike is very wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's <just> very like <laughs> the very innocent little man. He's whole milksome. Yep, Um, and he's drinking milk because he has all those extra bones. Mm -hmm. He needs that that milk, man. (laughs) I don't know if you've had this experience, Jeremy. As we're both uh, men approaching our Mm forties, where as I've gotten older, I've gotten more lactose intolerant. And just looking at this, all these kids, and they've got uh, eight milks (laughs) that they've drank between the four of them, like in one session. Just like just fucking everyone's getting absolutely twisted on milk, and and at least and and six of them are in front of Spike. Yes. So, did mm-hmm. my dog just eat drink six cartons of milk? Absolutely. Like, He's just guzzling it down. You are gonna have the fucking bubble guts, my friend. Like I, uh...
0: you're, are not gonna enjoy this. I'm lucky that I know a lot of people with that are lactose intolerant. Uh, it has not come to hit me yet, and I, I'm mm. just like I'm just consuming all of the milk and cheese and dairy that I possibly can until I'm until it until it's taken away from me because I'm I just yeah, know there's yeah, there's, get... there's gonna be a day and then I'm not gonna be able to have a cheddar cheeseburger anymore and I'm gonna be very <laughs> sad about it.
2: Get, gather gather your milk milk buds while you can. <laughs> the uh <laughs> the uh like for for me it's like I can I like a whole like, you know, six cartons of milk maybe would be a lot. Like a piece of cheese, sure. Mm-hmm. I can survive that. Uh drinking a milkshake or like six cartons of milk maybe will fuck me up. But Spike here is just really like milk loading for the future.
0: <laughs> yeah, well um, i mean he is a basketball player he needs that milk
2: for carbs or something i don't know i don't know. know
0: how sports work gary we've established it's basically that <laughs> carbs. You, before
2: you exercise you want to drink a bunch of milk yeah yeah that's like how you want to get nice do. and phlegmy yeah, yeah, yeah. you gotta go want to get that runner's throat mm-hmm. is what they call that mm-hmm. um so cyclops is saying uh kurt shouldn't go to the party because even though he has the image inducer someone might rub up against his fur um at this point and again as we mentioned is that a problem I don't understand yeah, um like and also
0: I uh, just imagine yourself being at a party and like you're some dude makes a joke like you know Kurt Wood, and you go to slap him on his back and all of a sudden you just feel like fur where there is just a t-shirt and you're like excuse me
2: what are you wearing yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> is this an angora sweater like what the fuck is this <laughs> <laughs> he should always his image inducer should be like a mascot costume 20
0: yeah he's just a cosplay guy he's Kurt cosplay yeah. yeah he's a furry <laughs> yeah
2: you know and then and then just yeah the um so Kurt kitty is the is new of, sonic fox pass it on yeah, yeah. <laughs> um the uh so so kitty leaves she's sick of all this uh this clowning around mm-hmm. kurt's like oh chicks dig the funny dudes you know um this is where he does the little dance on top of the table from the opening credits yes uh, where he does the the roger rabbit or whatever uh and it's hard to watch it really um,
0: is it's, it's very yeah. bad and very badly animated um And yeah, his while he's doing this, his tail and his dick falls out at the same time, and Psych has to choose which one to grab to get him off the
2: table, which is a very hard decision. I'm telling you, I have a really hard time with his tail coming out while he has the image inducer on. Oh, yeah? Like, why isn't that covered by the image inducer? Dude, it's so it was like the idea... It's
0: like an insurance like just, company.
2: You can pay for what you get. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. So you don't have firm. windshield coverage. You got to pay for that out of pocket. <laughs> I just... The idea of him, like, doing the image inducer to, like... uh to cover up his skin, but then he has to stuff his tail down his pants. Mm-hmm. It's very weird to me. Mm-hmm. It's like we have the technology to do it, this very powerful illusion. It can't cover tails though. Um, I find that very strange. And uh, eventually, Psyche does grab the tail, pull him
0: down, and uh, yep. they they start arguing pretty heavily about this. Of, and and Cyclops is doing this whole thing of basically you know narrating all of this characterization that we haven't seen that you know he's a, ju- a jokester and he's always making fun of when things should be serious and they eventually argue so much that kurt gets mad and just teleports away um to a uh like this abandoned room and then we see rogue on the outside of this room like sitting up against a tree just reading dracula like you do like you know, yeah hit up dead blood club rogue <laughs> we can get into that <laughs>
2: um but she, she I, I, well, in- I like- sorry sorry to cut you off Can Kurt Cobain can just like or not Kurt Cobain? Kurt (laughs) Wagner. No, no. No, no, no. (laughs) Please ask me questions about Kurt Cobain. I'm here. (laughs) Uh, So is he okay? Like he's he's still alright, right? right? Oh yeah, in the Foo Fighters, totally fine. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um,
2: The uh, so Kurt Wagner can just kind of hit random on his teleport and go to a place he's never been. Now i guess so like that's not how his powers work man like and again i know i sound like the most worst fucking nerd arguing about how powers work on this cartoon tell me about how you're disappointed is in, in fallout
0: 3 isn't 3d could you care
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no mutants allowed the uh the, the forum also for
0: <laughs>
2: for this complain about yeah. x-men
0: evolution and fallout 3 plus yeah
2: <laughs> well we we saved money by sharing a domain um we, we merged our fandoms uh but I just like I just I don't know how like how he got in this room I don't know it's just dumb like
1: yeah
2: if he can just do that it's stupid um so so Rogue uh, comes over um his image inducer is on the fritz um and so he's turning back into Nightcrawler in his full uh, superhero thing and Rogue's coming down so he runs into like a secret room from this to try to hide from her
0: yeah. So he walks into this room, uh, and immediately a video camera or a, a bank of computers turns on because they are motion activated. There's like an infrared light for some reason, and the guy, yep. and the guy on the computer says, "You have this lab will self destruct in ten seconds," and then that's it. Except
2: yep. Gary, it it doesn't self destruct, <laughs> right? No, I think this is supposed to be forged a sense of humor. Okay, cool. You know,
1: yeah. That, that's All my. Right.
2: That's just literally my guess because I I have no other guess. This is supposed to be a joke, and just so they can have this like dramatic cold open, mm-hmm. a warm open, I guess, but just have this little cliffhanger as it swaps over to uh, to the intro, the opening credits.
0: Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, like, I guess this is this is his sense of humor, but like, it's just and eventually, I guess, it does explode, right? Like, it throws him through the door, and then he knocks over Rogue. But it just seems seems like a weird thing to have number one at a school, <laughs> and number two, like, that would yeah. still be lit up.
2: <laughs> well, and so I guess like the idea here uh, is that uh forge did this to stop people from fucking around with his like experiment that did the thing in the first place Mm -hmm. you know um so i don't know i bet you regrets that as he's been trapped in the um the middle verse
0: how many how many children have died as they've wandered into this room (laughs)
2: to get just to to try to find a Erasing memories (laughs) i feel like a lot of so when xavier goes around erasing everyone's memories from all the kids that have died from his students he probably just accidentally erases some memories from some just non-mutant related murders as well. Like sure. in, in Bayside is probably considered Bayville is probably considered to be like the safest area in America because no one remembers any murders, you know? <laughs> and, uh, Xavier just kind of takes care of these murders as well. Associated murders.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, you think that somebody who hadn't had their mind erased would be like, you know, there's a a suspicious amount of children missing from this one area of New York. We probably should Mm -hmm. take that. Take a look at that.
2: I I would watch that Twin Peaks season (laughs) where they they go to Bayville and they have to deal with Xavier. This bullshit.
0: (laughs) Cooper (laughs) just watered off in the woods with Hawk and being like, I sent something here and Xavier right behind him. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you You don't.
2: (laughs) Who killed Laura Dorn?
1: Oh, hey, Um, I
2: like it. The um, so uh, he. Kurt does explode. Uh, Rogue comes in, sees him there, picks up like a toy spaceship. Basically, is is, is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, Kurt's like, "Hey, you shouldn't touch that," because again, uh, this is before Rogue breaks. Good, uh, that's going to happen actually next episode. But she's still concerned on the bad side, so he wants to stop her. Uh, in the struggle, she zaps him with the device, which puts him in an orb, and he disappears. The orb yep. shrinks down, and then now he is gone.
0: And he shows up in a He's- what looks like the school. Where he can kind of see people vaguely, almost like they're ghosts, but they can't see him.
2: Um, and yes. so we
0: know he is trapped in some sort of middle universe. I don't
2: know what you would call a thing like sure. that. Sure, um, yeah, some kind of middle middle sized universe.
0: But that's okay. Um, but- I love
2: he's wearing a backpack.
0: Yeah, he- he's wearing a backpack the entire episode on his yeah, uniform. Of course. Yeah, over
2: his uniform. Specifically. When did he
0: change into? I guess he's an image inducer. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. I have a lot. Of- so he, he- <laughs> I have a lot of problems with uniforms in this episode. In these
2: two episodes. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's always wearing this under his clothes. Like he's always ready for X action.
0: Mm
1: -hmm.
2: It's like Beast with that like robot arm that came out
0: and handed him something one time. (laughs) (laughs) Like his his little drink arm that he's. Here you go, Hank. Um, Yeah. um... We go over to Toad, who is yeah. just, I mean, Gary, literally eating bugs <laughs> off the ground. Why do they hate Toad so much? Why do they want to make him, so- why are you making me feel sympathy for Toad of everybody
2: on this fucking show? Um, it, it gives me a lot of questions about mutations, because you think like, you know, uh, the ability to like jump and stuff, that's a mutation, uh, the kind of weird kind of mutation. You know, like where his tongue, like that—that's a mutation. Mm-hmm. But just like your mutation is, you are—you have all of these toad-like qualities, uh, including that you love to eat insects—is very weird to me. Like, The original toad just jumped. Yeah, he just like yeah. jumped on people and like had a long—he yeah. had a long tongue too, right? Like that was part of yeah. the deal. But I mean, well, not originally. Like that—that that came later. Uh, that came after the movie, actually, after X Men One. Oh, weird. Okay, so they, yeah, they him to have the tongue. But the um, you know, initially it would be like you have the powers, then you come up with the the outfit and stuff. He just all of his powers, including the ability to eat and desire to eat bugs, just kind of you know come from come from this uh, this mutation. It's pretty gross. Uh, Mystique is gonna park on him, and instead yells at him uh, to get out of there. And he's kind of bitter about being yelled at, so he walks off, mm-hmm. runs into Rogue, who is throwing away the spaceship device thing.
0: I like that this is Rogue's solution to this problem. Like th- she saw like. <laughs> She's not she's not straight up a supervillain like she's kind of hanging out with the bad kids yeah. but it's not like she's robbing the the local 711 or anything with avalanche but like yeah. her, her solution to this child disappeared into this machine is to pick it up with a broomstick and put it in the trash can out back. Yeah it's,
1: it's,
2: like it's like disposing of a spider. <laughs> yeah. It's like the time
0: it would yeah. be like if I as a teenager like got into a little fender bender in my in my shitty Honda or whatever I was driving and then tried to throw away the Honda to hide it It'd be like nope, I don't know what happened. What Honda mom i'm just gonna gaslight my mother into believing believe it i never had a honda I, I
2: i think it's much more like i don't think it'd be a fender bender i think it'd be like if you ran over a kid <laughs> and then tried to throw away because as it's, far as she it's knows true. kurt's just gone yeah he's dead so just be yeah you just throw you just throw away the car you just park it in a dumpster no i didn't i didn't run over no kid
0: <laughs> i threw away a um, kid i threw away a car <laughs>
2: it's, yeah, that, yeah, it's, it's like, like that arrested development
0: same, banana stand skit <laughs> I,
2: think, <laughs> same, just, same I don't know that this is how math works um the um I also I would have liked to have Rogue went and robbed a bunch of banks because she would have sent a bunch of bankers into the high school middleverse, um, and I like the idea of all these bankers like <laughs> and security guards wandering around like talking to Forge and, uh, and Nightcrawler. and
0: uh, so. just and just Nightcrawler just yucking it up with them, right? Just uh, just like yeah. doing basically doing stand up improv in the auditorium because yeah. nobody has anything to do. Yep, doing morph um, morph light. So. But he, she, he runs into Toad, who uh, immediately, like, asks what happened. And, um, and then she's like, well, don't touch it, and then leaves. And he's like, well, of course, I'm going to pick it up and start shooting stuff with it. Like, I'm Toad. Like, what, do you, what the fuck do you expect to see t- happening?
2: Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so uh, he zaps the, the trash can, which sends it into the, the middle verse. Uh, we switch over to uh, Gene, uh and Psych and they're talking about Kurt jerking around too much. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, if you were Nightcrawler, like I would love to, if he was jerking off, to like right at the moment of of release, teleport away, and then never have to deal with it again. You know, so, wait to deal with the woman or the release? <laughs> no, no, what, do you, no, what do you? What do you? No, the release. Okay,
0: so in this in scenario, I'm Jeremy. Okay, please, I'm a
2: teen. On. I'm jerking off.
0: Oh, oh okay i thought you were having i thought you were having coitus with a woman and like right away as you came you would yeah. either come and then leave and i was very curious or if you would leave and then come and then come back so like oh i just came in the toilet no clean up oh, like, yeah yeah like,
2: no clean up and no uh no pregnancy sure yeah <laughs> that's a that's a coitus teleportus. where
0: the is, condom go, uh, Kurt? oh i just i took it off
2: back there i promise <laughs>
1: <laughs> must have fell off God, when i, I was teleporting
0: of,
2: again <laughs> i have never thought about uh nightcrawler's powers as they'd be fun for sex uh-huh uh and boy they would be you know he can't just pretty cool. he can't just teleport one part of his body
0: right like we can't he can't just do like he can't, he can't go his back and forth out of him. yeah
2: yeah no I, I think that he has to teleport his whole body but he can teleport people with him so like right at the moment you could like teleport up into the sky for a second and just have this like a little bit of like free fall or whatever and then like Go back to bed. No kinds of cool tricks you could do in, in terms of sex. If you were Kurt Wagner.
1: Yeah, I'm sure like yeah, yeah.
0: You, could, you could teleport someone and like you could definitely be more fun like moving from room to room. Like if you were having one of those like wild, crazy, Dude. like intense sex moments where you're just gonna go have sex all over your entire house. Like yeah. that, that, that moment where you're moving from like the bathroom to the bedroom is always a little fraught because like do we just sure do we disconnect and then walk back separately or do we try to stay connected yeah. where we're in
2: a real passionate moment? Yeah. Which so. is just gonna make us look like we're doing a three legged race. Yeah, exactly. You know, hopping around.
0: Oh shit, we <laughs> knocked we knocked down Grandma's pain oh shit we didn't need to do that
2: yeah yeah Yeah, that doesn't work but if you could just teleport Mm -hmm. you know and you could even teleport into like you know like let's say you like i live in an apartment building it's like oh i can teleport into storage rooms i can teleport into other units and like their bathroom when they're not there okay and it's like it could be really wild you know you could teleport into into, like the the
0: nicest hotel room right like you could take that out pretty well
2: yeah yeah and even if if, you know if somebody's there just like for just like a cup for a couple seconds you're just in there give them you know some some uh, nausea, nauseating thrills, and then just <laughs> shoot out somewhere else, man. It'd be fucking awesome. I, I like, think that Nightcrawler
0: might have the best sex power as far as X Men are concerned. I'm trying to think, like, like Cyclops definitely a bad sex power. That's right yeah, out. Yeah, that's, that's very bad for. Sex. Quicksilver known to be terrible at sex. Like that. Known not to that be terrible really at the, sex.
2: Yeah. Jean Grey pretty fun. Similar kind of things, but, like, more, like, floating and flying and stuff. I guess
0: if you were into, like, um, the more hardcore BDSM stuff, like, Wolverine would probably fit in pretty well. Like, he's got, oh, sure. he's got the claws, he's got the healing factor, like, he could probably play well, around th- with that.
1: You,
2: it'd mostly be, like, he'd be, like, an absolute, like, absolute power bottom because he could take, you know, he could command you to do anything to any kind of impact play or anything. He just heals from it. Yeah. So like, if you were like a hardcore sadist, Wolverine is your dream bottom. Oh yeah. Cause you know? he could do anything yeah. to that guy except talk yeah, about yeah.
0: Gene. That's going <laughs> to, that's going to throw him into a berserker
2: race. <laughs> He's just starts yelling his safe word in like berserker <laughs> race. You either, you either need rage. to be Gene or never mention Gene. Morph, morph,
0: <laughs> morph, 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 morph. Morph is my, <laughs> morph is my safe word. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
1: oh man i liked it old buddy i guess gambit
0: i mean like we don't really have to go into all of gambit's sexual proclivities but i'm trying to like his his powers i don't think would work very well during sex Um, no
2: well they just blow up like you know things just blow up and like there, there are comics where gambit's full powers are unlocked and he can travel through time and shit and like maybe that would be good but his base level powers not so much just explosions uh Beast would probably be pretty good in the sack, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like quite honestly. Um Professor X would be kind of fun if he was like not an evil deviant. Like being able to think anything was happening he basically simulate anyone else's
0: well professor stuff. x i mean like the way that you know he would be fun is because you you have emma frost right there like emma frost oh, is the yeah. fun
2: version of of, of professor x. yeah I, I didn't even think about that but emma yeah. frost would be a blast
0: um yeah, kitty uh, pride yeah. i mean there's that moment in astonishing x-men where she she has an orgasm and literally falls through the floor i think that's yeah that's not necessarily fun but at least you know you did it
2: right pride probably be a good way to lose your dick dude like like if she like phased <laughs> out and phased back in and like telefragged your dick. Oh like, no. I think that'd be a good way to lose your dick. Why is John Romero here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's the second yeah, time oh, I've boy. made the weird John Romero
0: telefrag yeah. joke on this podcast. Why, why didn't we move- save
2: this this tangent for Duckfast? Like this this is perfect. Like this is me, really um, good, man. We did yeah, I yeah. didn't even think about that. Anyway. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, it's uh, well, but alas. I've got to, um, um, I've got some stuff planned
0: for Duck Fist about <laughs> apples and um, showers. So don't worry. I've got us covered for that.
2: Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> you stole my bit. Uh, I stole it for myself. I've been trying to think of other things for that. And I've got uh, this. I was just going to spoil this joke because I decided not to do it because it depends on too many people of her having heard that episode. But it was just to have a big piece of paper that has apple shower and then that's crossed out. And then under it, it says banana shower, mm-hmm. word and shower, and just a bunch of different fruits. Passion fruit crossed out. shower. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, None of them work. Um, so, anywho, uh, the the point is, Kurt's been jerking around. Uh, and two students run by, and they say they've seen a blue furry ghost. So, Psychoff is like, hmm, I wonder if that's Kurt. We can't find him. Use uh, your telepathy to tell him to shut up. <laughs> tell him to knock it off. <laughs> like, so good. Uh, so good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, uh, she can't find him, though she does find Rogue, and Rogue seems guilty. So, yep. that's the little clue there
0: um right at that right as that's all happening um avalanche and blob show up and of course cyclops is like hey where's kurt and they're like and avalanche is like wow would we tell you and I, I love that response as a villain because like he doesn't know what the yeah. fuck's going on with kurt he's no. just immediately got to be it's antagonistic a- towards cyclops <laughs> cyclops be like, could an an like hey where's the bathroom and he'd be like fuck your bathroom i'm giving shit about your
2: bathroom <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's a real shit too like the, the the expression on his face is very funny during this absolutely yeah um yeah it, it's it's pretty good. Um, There's also one single frame uh, of this where he's got Avalanche up against a locker and they show uh, Avalanche's head uh, in Cyclops reflected in Cyclops' glasses and his head slides down like he's fucking the grudge. Like he's a Jew on the grudge. Like it's really weird how avalanche's head disconnects from his body weird in this weird little frame. It's like super strange.
0: That's because he's a full avalanche. Like, like toad is Mm -hmm. a full toad. Like that's part
2: of his mutant power. now. Exactly. He can, (laughs) the parts of his bodies can just fall off. Mm -hmm. Uh, so now we get like a little tiny fight here, uh, with them.
0: I dig this because it, it it's they're in high school and all of the high school kids do, do what high school kids do, which is gather around them and start chanting "fight." Like you have, you yeah. had to have had this experience in high school, right? Like well, I've it I, I I told th-
2: this story before on shows, but I, I'll definitely tell it again because I think it's probably been a little bit more than a year or so, two years since I told the story. My best story about that uh, is I was in high school and two kids, and this is uh, this actually happened. I'm not making this up. Uh, And the funny part is not the the part that's, that's mean about this, but two kids who uh, were in like special class got into a fight in the Mm. hallway. Right. Um, All the kids started gathering around and they were fighting and all the kids were shouting and they were saying uh, the you know, the the word retard. Um, They were saying over and over, they were saying retard fight over and over, Mm. like as a chant and a teacher, here's the funny, that's not the funny part. The funny part is a teacher came out and was like really desperate and kind of tearful and said, stop telling them to restart fight. (laughs) Which, like, if they were chanting restart fight, that is the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. Like, just restart fight. Do fight again. <laughs> uh, and the teacher didn't hear what they were saying, so stop, stop telling them to restart fight. Did, uh, uh, did <laughs> Windows
0: 98 or Windows 95 just come out? Like, this, was the start button new at this at time? Like,
1: uh,
2: li- likely. Uh, you know, it was when I was in high school, so it was around Windows it's 95 gotta times. Be, yeah, MechWarrior yeah. 2 just
0: happened, so that was probably right <laughs> yeah. around there. Yeah.
2: stop, Stop telling them to restart fight. Um, the, That's uh, really really hilarious. Poor teachers have to it, put up with all of their shitbag children. Yeah, just amazing stuff. And just like also, you know, obviously fuck those kids, yeah. you know, for yeah, just like for turning course. into that thing. But just if they if next time I see a fight, just I'm just gonna like restart fight. I missed the beginning. Restart fight. <laughs> <laughs> see what started it. <laughs> yeah, I missed the trailers. <laughs> Fast forward past the pushing. Fast forward past yeah. the pushing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: like, get, get to the blood.
2: I want to see teeth. <laughs> this, is um, a real,
0: this is a real fucked up Siri interface that we've, we've created.
2: <laughs> I love I want to see teeth. as long you can tell Siri. Um, oh, Jesus. Just, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, mystique shows up before yes. they can, they can fight. And of course, mystique takes the side of the bad kids, mm-hmm. sends uh psych and Jean to the office um we
0: go back over to kurt who is still trapped and furniture starts showing up out of out of nowhere Uh, we cut over to toad who is in mystique's office still kind of mad that he's mystique told him uh not to eat bugs off the parking lot floor around and he's zapping all of her furniture and what is actually a pretty decent prank like i actually kind of dig toad like pranking the principal a little bit like this feels pretty good to me i think
2: it's weird that he decided to Dress up in his super villain outfit for it, though.
0: Yeah, like, but like, what is the logic behind anywhere anybody wearing any outfits with this? Outfit? <laughs> no,
2: like, why, why clothes? And his outfit is bizarre,
0: man. Like that yeah. weird, like dome thing that kind of
2: comes like up behind his head. Like, what is going on? Is he going to space? Is he about to go yeah. to space? What's happening? He does. He does look like Space Attack Toad. Like, he looks like a specific kind of action figure. Yeah, or like Undersea Adventure Toad. It's the one that came with the Asteroid M set, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's exactly what it looks like. Um, so when this happens, uh, Kurt has to jump out of the way from like uh, one of the things he's teleported getting in the way. He dives out of the way, which causes him to appear in the real world for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really understand what that is, but this makes uh, Gene and Psyche think Toad did something to Nightcrawler and go chase after him. Yes. Uh, back in the uh, Middleverse, Kurt finally meets Forge. Uh, we get Forge's whole kind of thing. He's got the gizmo. It is a trans-dimensional Uh, projector Um, Mm -hmm. he's been trapped here since 1978 which explains his weird fashion uh, and his haircut and he's like maybe now that you're here uh, and you can teleport you can help get us out you know and then he shows off his super arm
0: yeah i love i love the big super arm i also love that um after they introduce one another they see two uh, like real dimension girls walking by to the locker room. Yep. And Kurt's like, hey, how far does this trans-dimensional like, universe go? And Forge is like, right up to the edge of that door, my friend. It really sucks. And I'm like, what were you yeah. guys going to do? Like, watch they, some chicks pee? R- like, what is? what do yeah. you think happens in there?
2: You <laughs> fucking weirdos. Like, I mean, come on. Yeah. They're not touching said, each I, other's titties I, in there. Forge. <laughs> He's been here since 1978, and he still hasn't figured it out. Like he's ageless, you know. He's like he's essentially the equivalent of like a forty-eight-year-old man, and he still thinks that girls go in the women's bathroom to eat each other out. Like, come on, Forge, <laughs> Forge, please. What are you doing,
1: yeah.
2: uh, my dude? You need to chill out. It's very funny. I when I was that, when I was that age, I definitely would have wanted. Like, I, even if it was just girls peeing, I probably would have been like, I'm, yeah, I'll watch. You know, fuck it. I'm I'm fifteen. I can't see that shit. Oh yeah, like there's um, always like yeah. the,
0: I'm the invisible boy. Like this actually happened on Supernatural, where like a kid turned invisible and like they kept catching him in the fucking women's locker room, like watching <laughs> chicks take showers and whatever. And I was like, yeah. number
2: one, where is this happening? And, like that never happens. Yeah. And number two, like, well, you fucking pervert?
1: Yeah.
2: Um, ah, yes, the supernatural threats that the boys have to deal with <laughs> <laughs> the invisible pervert. <laughs> Hearing uh, you describe like one out of every twenty supernatural episodes to me out of order, uh, based on what you know, how it applies to the X-Men has been pretty fun as my only window into supernatural.
0: It's, um, that's probably the best way to experience the show other, (laughs) other than podcasting about it. Like you have those two options. Yeah. Yeah. That one's also with the suicidal teddy bear who gets brought to life by a a, a bad wish and just wants to die because he realizes his whole purpose is to hang out with an eight year old girl. (laughs) So um, super satisfying. Anyway. Um, anyway, so Gene and psych, and I think the whole X-Men team at this point, catch up with Toad. Uh, they've all changed Mm. into their outfits Toad has jumped into a tree to avoid them. He's he's still got the like the gizmo, Uh, and then as he tries, I think Cyclops blasts him out of the tree. Spike Mm -hmm. nails him against the tree with his creepy bones, and then um, right as they're about to kind of, I guess beat the shit out of him like you know, i do
2: summarily execute. <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> what was the end game here cyclops yeah
2: call call in xavier to erase everyone's mind that we killed toad talonski or whatever call in Ilan Payne,
0: <laughs> aka charles and savior <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> take this motherfucker's head yeah um <laughs> but rogue shows up and is like hey uh you let him go and i'll tell you what actually happened
2: yeah yep yep um so uh they uh they do this little analysis on the, on the gizmo and for Kitty does it, who knows computers, Uh spike does it, who is now a computer expert, which I'm surprised by, but good. Yeah, good whatever. for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cyclops is like, we have to blow it up. That'll bring Kurt back. Um, he's the team leader, right? He's not. Yeah, he's not the team punchline. He's the team leader, right? Yeah, he understands okay. how machines work. Yeah, yeah like yeah. the um, mm-hmm. you know, so you know, maybe he thinks there's a little tiny nightcrawler in there, and if they blow it up, like little little nightcrawler will come out. He's trapped. I don't know. He's trapped yeah. inside the gizmo. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and Kitty wants to short it out. Um, but Forge and Kurt can watch this. Uh, they have it um rigged up to like be able to teleport to the real world, but only for a second. And uh, Forge says to Kurt, like, "Hey, stop them from blowing it up." So Kurt zaps to the real world for just like two seconds and says, reset, don't, you know, like the little thing where like somebody can't come through on like a fast food speaker or something, you know, they're only getting every second word. And uh, Spike is like, oh, Kurt's just joking with us. (laughs) Good old fashioned Kurt. (laughs) Yeah, that's real. It's a really weird touch. Yeah,
0: it's super weird. Like they had to tie it back into the plot that they had forgotten about at the beginning of this episode.
2: (laughs) Yeah. But if you, what a joke. What a, what a jape. That would be to trick them into uh, into not doing the wrong thing. That like you know put saved you. And he looks desperate and scared. Like when he shows up, he does not look like he's joking at all. It's just really weird. Let's so they get. They let's be honest. Though, if the
0: if the transdimensional if the middle verse extended to that lady's locker room, you know he'd be saying yeah. don't. He'd be saying blow it up. I'll I'll stay here. Yeah, Thank blow you. it up.
2: I'll hang out here. Because to me, as like a twelve year old boy or whatever, this is the height. Yes, This is as good yeah. as it gets you know and little does he know he's gonna be teleporting into hotels having sex later you know like he's gonna be doing all that freaky shit we talked about so you know, i mean he does so much he, to look he, forward he, to he, Kurt.
0: he's going to if he can get over his missionary phase because i mean he is deeply religious
2: so yeah 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 he's yeah he's gonna he's gonna have a lot of bad sex like he's got a lot <laughs> of bad sex before he unlocks things you know who do you think who do you think just like i think that that like that's actually a good secret answer for like worst lay on the x-men because the uh you know the the obvious answer is cyclops because he's so straight laced you know, but I could also see him just having, like, kind of a brutal, mindless efficiency to sex that could be appealing,
1: mm-hmm. you
2: know? Mm-hmm. Also so- a deeply somehow, kinky like
0: side, right? Like, he could also just be hiding, like, a real weird, like, so yeah, he, dude, my dude has, a, a like, a crazy-ass foot fetish. Like, he's just got the weirdest yeah. fucking foot fetish, right?
2: He, see, he seems really straight-laced, but it's all foot jobs all the time. And, like, Gene is making big tele- telekinetic feet you know like there's all kinds of crazy shit happening <laughs> yeah.
0: you're right it's a foot fetish but he's only into giant feet like it has to be yeah just, it's giant not small to dainty feet. toes like that dude from the venture brothers no 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 i'm into humongous no, no, no. feet
2: yeah it's like he, he's like trying to join the young avengers so he can hang out with stature yeah. like all this shit like he's he's, he's he's you know uh but so he just seems straight laced and then like but kurt you know being religious Uh, having that kind of lifetime of insecurity that came from his appearance and stuff, I could see him (laughs) being a really terrible lay. Oh, yeah,
0: definitely. Like, did you see uh, Shape of the Water, or Shape of Water, whatever it's called? Yeah. Do you remember yeah. the, um, I, I forget that dude's name all the time, but the actor who plays like the, the government agent or whatever, that's real shitty to the, the monster or the, the, the little swimmy dude in that, yeah, yeah. um, there's the a little s- swimmy dude. Yeah. yeah the little yeah. swimmy dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. but he yeah. has like weird, awkward sex, like missionary sex with his wife. Yeah, it, but, yeah. uh, do you remember? It'd be like that, right? Where he's got like all the yeah. lights off. He's not looking at the woman. Like he's got a blanket on top of her breast <laughs> So he can't yes, see anything. Exactly like, like all, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's duty doing his yes. duty. Yeah, he's you know, he's implanting uh, the child and that's all he's doing. Yeah, um yeah. So Get deploy baby. Uh Cyclops figures this out at the last minute. He's like, "Wait, no. Yeah. Why would he say it this way? Why would he say it? he would have said don't reset as opposed to reset don't." And, uh figures this out. Uh instead of blowing it up, they reset it, which causes them to come back in. Kurt says, "You to man." And uh that's when mm-hmm. Forge and Kurt show up in this like bubble thing. Um yep. but they can't use the last machine because it has run out of juice. Like he has to have <sighs> one more D- batteries. Key. Yeah, man. He 19- literally
2: looks at two double A's. Like he has two fucking double A's that he's running the super science with. It's fucking I
0: hilarious. I mean, look, it's 1978 dog, right? Like the energizer yeah, 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 wasn't true. a thing. So,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we switch to this really shitty fight, uh, where everyone just fights one person. Uh, they, 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 it's every, every little fight has the same thing where the supervillain doesn't move the hero counters it and says equip and it just happens three times. And that's the end of the fight. I you do know
0: the best part about this fight is that the, the bad mutants come in, they square up against the good mutants and then rogue looks at both sides and it's like later, I got other, yeah. I got fucking Dracula to read outside. I'm not <laughs> into, into this. You guys seem like yeah. you have it. So I'll Bye. see you in two episodes. Yeah. Um, Kurt figures out though. I don't, I don't know if we directly mentioned this, but uh, at some point Toad zapped, mystique's car into the middle verse so he goes over there and they um that's a power source like that the car has a battery uh so then we get all this extended fight scenes all this bullshit and forge rigs up this car as a trans-dimensional hot rod so he could drive through the portal uh Mm -hmm. which is fine i guess like that's a very comic book thing to do but it it's not animated particularly well i don't think it kind of looks dumb so it's just kind of yeah 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 i don't i don't know how to feel about any of that
2: it, it's it's very silly, you know. um And then they they all walk out. uh yeah. They're fine. Rogue uh, kind of stands behind a tree, watches the X Men leave. Mm-hmm. It's just like, mm-hmm. boy, those guys seem cooler than like the weird smelly bug eating assholes that I usually hang out with. And uh <laughs> F- Ford leaves to go find his parents, who he's presumably older than now. Mm-hmm. uh You know, which I think like, he makes a joke go-
0: about. Like he actually like r- yeah. like acknowledges that he's like, yeah, they probably we probably have a conversation to have <laughs> with
2: them. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, psych gives him, uh, the Men's number, you know, so he can, he can join up later, perhaps. Um, and, uh, Kurt and psych kind of hash it out. Yeah. You know, uh, Cyclops apologizes. Um, you know, listen, I need to, to, to lighten up. This feels like it goes on for about 27 minutes,
0: in my opinion. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's a really it's, long day. Uh, like lot. they're both like they're both doing their
0: thing of like apologizing and then like saying that the other one was right. And like it takes forever yeah. to get through. And eventually they just um, like at the end of it, the big the big joke that's send off is Cyclops saying, well, you know what? I'm, I'm glad you think that I'm fun because now it's time for more training. And then he says, yeah. psych, because it's like, I don't know, because that's funny, I guess. So,
2: uh, yeah. Uh, he, not, you know, and then <laughs> and, uh, they go to the party. Um, cool. All right. Yeah. Cool character development you got there. Um, you know, it, it it it's fine. Yeah. It's goofy. Like there's stuff about this that I that that I thought was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's there's a lot of stuff that's that's horseshit. Oh, Always- I'm I'm watching in the background because we were meant to record and we didn't, so I had to refresh my memory. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone bust a fucking gut when he says psych. Like, like the entire oh, car blows up. Like it's the funniest thing anyone has ever said in their life. It's like the first time you saw uh, Ace
0: Ventura, a pet detective, right? Like it's like, holy shit, that dude's talked out of his butthole. That's what Cyclops just yeah. did right there.
2: Yeah. Yep. He's he's changed comedy forever uh, in the world of the X Men. Cool. You want to get us into the next episode? So that brings us into episode two uh, Of that we're covering, episode seven of season one um, Turn Off the Rogue. <laughs> episode 33. Turn Off the Rogue.
0: Th- days of Future Cast. <laughs> Spider
2: Man. Turn Off the Rogue, um, where Scott Summers slash Cyclops and Jean Grey prepare for the Geology Club excursion. Uh, but Mystique has different plans in mind. Pretty vague. Uh, directed by Boyd Kirkland and written by Rick Unger and Greg Johnson.
0: Yeah, so this is um, yet another like rogue-focused episode um, that kind of doesn't make any sense for anybody involved. And I kind of... Like, there's some scenes in here where I'm like, what is happening? Why are you... Like the big reveal is here uh, that, you know, oh, yeah. like Mystique is running the school, but it's kind of ham- handled in such a shitty fashion that I don't know, like, what, like there's no buildup to this, right? Like, it's not like the kids yeah. were, why is the principal so mean to us? Why does she always take the the bad kid's side and yep. not our side? Like, there's so many, like, I kind of felt like this was going to be, I didn't want it to go to the end of the season. Like, I'll be honest with you. I didn't want it to go on that long, but like, I expected there to be more to this kind of reveal than, I, than actually yeah. happened.
2: Like it literally ends with with uh, them calling out Professor Xavier for being a lying, duplic- duplicitous shit. Which is something I'm always there for, except we have not seen Professor Xavier be very much of a lying duplicitous shit.
0: <laughs> I love, you know, we're gonna get there, but I love his response to that, which is to say,
2: eh, Okay, <laughs> yeah, you're right, I do apologize, and I won't do it again, I promise, <laughs> unless I need to. Uh, <laughs> yes, I won't do it again unless I really want to. Uh, and then <laughs> and it continues on. So, um, yeah, this is this is a silly episode. I, I was happy just to see that the plot was moving, sure,
1: yeah. I mean, you
2: know, like, quite frankly, like, I was just like, okay, Magneto shows up and does a thing and says a thing, actually, and now the students know who Mystique is, like, thank God. Magneto does right? a thing like, by
0: pretending to be a window, which I am very excited yeah, to talk about.
2: He does pretend to be a He is a window mimic. Um, <laughs> but, like, it is just, just the fact that the plot might be moving forward, you know, maybe. But as an episode, it's horseshit, and it's not well built up. And nothing, not only does it not make sense in that respect, like, none of this stuff makes sense, like, what they're doing. Sure. Like it's a geology field trip But they're like going to fucking Arctic Canada for some reason I don't actually understand the, um, So it's starting with This uh, this this guarded facility that's being Patrolled by cops and the X-Men are Showing up and gassing the cops Hell yeah, fuck the yep. police yeah. Fuck the police, <laughs> uh, spray them with gas FTP y'all
0: Um, Yeah um, (laughs) yeah, and um, eventually we find out this is a mission to rescue Storm who is like trapped underneath all of these like guarded lasers things Um, so Mm -hmm. Kurt teleports him and Cyclops into the top of this room where Jean uses her telekinetic powers to hold them up and then complains incessantly about their weight the entire time. Um, yeah, it's
2: pretty weird. Pretty
0: I mean, it's pretty standard. I feel like this is pretty like uh yeah. heck sitcom jokes at this point. Um, but I do like to see yeah. them combining their powers. Like all of that stuff is very cool. Like anytime the X Men mm-hmm. are, are, are cooperating with their power usage, I'm kinda here for it. So
2: Yep. Uh Gene gets caught, which makes them fall down and break the lasers. Nothing seems to happen. <laughs> and
0: presumably Cyclops.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Break the lasers and break the laser boy. Uh and then it turns out that the person who they were rescuing was not Storm. Uh, it, you know, you saw that white hair, but really it was Rogue's hair sticking out, <gasps> pretending to be Storm. Uh, and she reaches out, to steal Sykes' power. Uh oh, intro time. Uh, where Rogue has now blasted Cyclops unconscious, and Xavier shows out. Shows up. Of course, this is a training, of course, uh, mm-hmm. simulation. And he's like, Rogue was there as a surprise. So you could learn to adapt. And again, in in kind of ways that I think are kind of good for the show. Someone actually does question why our enemy in the simulation is not a Sentinel. It's a high school student. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like some people actually say like, maybe we don't need to be training to kill high school students. You know, Uh, it's pretty reasonable. Like go, go Cyclops. Yeah. You know, at least in that respect.
0: And and he's going to specifically say like, I thought we were trying to get her on our side. Like, why are we, why are we training to fight her? If we're also trying to be her friend, that doesn't make any sense, which is something that's going to come up later, which is, Actually feels like good characterization for both Cyclops and Xavier and Rogue. Like all of this stuff feels yeah, like yeah. it fits together really well. Um yep. Cyclops has to go, has to leave. He's got to go get ready for the field trip. Uh, and then we
2: switch over to this, um, <laughs> this teacher guy. Yeah, who, who's this, who's this Kevin, Stephen King extra? What, <laughs> who, who's this guy who runs a lighthouse and a Stephen King short story? He
0: is so like, well like rendered. Yeah. Like I had to go look him up and he's fucking nobody. Like he is absolutely yeah, yeah. nobody. Like he does. It's not a, like a big actor or anything I did, for a minute. I like, I thought I maybe knew him have no clue. Like he's been in a like a bunch of video games and like voice acting shit as you might expect. But like, yeah. Nobody that you would go, oh shit! It's it's you know that guy or anything, um, but he's he's telling everybody, he's telling all the kids that are assembled that like they need to get all of their stuff, they need to have warm weather gear, they, but they can't bring their game toys. And then like there's like ten yeah. kids who are all like, oh man, and like put it puts yeah. have to put their game toys away. And
2: I just everyone is playing Pokemon Blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, um. Yeah.
1: Game I toys. love game toy.
2: <laughs> I, want, I want to buy like, a game love, toy. Uh, well, I, I'm i sure you can from like fucking wish.com, like buy this off-brand, you know. Oh, sure. Yeah. Pl- cheap plastic Game Boy. I just don't know why whenever like a show does that and they make a really obvious stand-in. Like their XP is what they they call them on TV tropes, like where you just like instead of it's not a virtual boy, it's a it's a virtual lad, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be a, and your audience is supposed to know. Why don't you just say video game? Yeah, I don't know. Like that's what a, that's why a teacher would say they wouldn't in even in real life they wouldn't be like nobody bring your Game Boy Advance SPs. <laughs> you know they would just be like nobody bring your damn video games. <laughs> and
0: and nobody just use the
2: general term.
0: <laughs> nobody bring your Nintendo Switch and Brian waiting in the back with a Nintendo Switch like
2: got him. Ah, yeah,
1: motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <just laughs>
2: You love to do it to him. Um, the, uh, then we cut over to rogue, uh, training doing like amazing fucking ninja stuff, but still like, it's so weird. Cause it's meant to be that she's bad. Right. Mm-hmm. But she does this like roundhouse 360 jump kick that no one could pull off and just fucks up the landing. Yeah. Like just like straight up jumps, like six feet in the air and does this jump kick and then falls down. And I'm like, what is this wire foo shit that like, Rogue is doing here It's very weird
0: It's it's weird But also I like it And I don't know Where she's tr- Where she's learning it from Like why not have a teacher In here teaching her this <laughs> Yeah
2: They're just doing private jumps um, She's looking out On the field trip She wishes she could go um, She can't Mystique says Hey guess what You know Scott will never be your friend You know They do They actually tr- pretend to fight you But you can go if you want Like you're, you're one of my kids You can go on the trip mm-hmm. So Mystique uh, sw- Swaps her out for
0: Jean Yep Um, made up a bunch of bullshit about g not having enough like days of attendance because she keeps getting like called out to fucking insane battles with x with weird villains (laughs) because she's a high school student um and yeah of course she gets replaced by rogue we go back to the mansion um where we start seeing it be very windy outside and i was like oh like storm's pissed like i got to find out what's happening with yeah, storm yeah. but no it's
2: it's uh, actually did go ahead jeremy has storm had uh said more than three words in this entire series though i mean like st- uh, if, yes but only in that one episode with spike right with her nephew, that was i it. guess that's true yeah, yeah. that was it. that's yeah,
1: like,
2: it. storm has barely been a character like it'd be very weird if they decided to like like i thought it was going to be her too And I was like, Oh cool. They're going to do some storm characterization, but it's so weird how little storm is in this. I'm hoping we get, we we get more from her. And she's
0: not just like the modern, you know, X-Men movie quadrology quadrology, right? Like they where she's just like, they don't even name the motherfucker. Like it's just ridiculous. Yeah, um, yeah. But instead, like, it starts, like, the wind starts blowing. Xavier looks up from his studies, and then the windows blow open. And then, like, they just wave back and forth while Magneto talks through them. And the most hilarious use of Magneto's <laughs> powers yep. I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> fucking life. I'm picturing this happening at my house, and I don't have those, like, super fancy, like, <laughs> b- blow-in windows. Like, mine just go up and down because I'm a normal fucking middle-class dude. And, like, imagine <laughs> sure. imagine that same thing happening where he's just lifting it up and down and slamming it. I'm like, my dude, the window's like two hundred. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna break it but stop
2: yeah he's, he's, Magneto is trying to cause a minor amount of property damage um the uh yeah he's doing a lot of window games here which include like pushing Xavier away and then Xavier rolls up to the open window and Magneto slams them in his face so they break in a real kind of Magneto style gotcha you know <laughs> you burn <laughs> so Magneto's really he's really pranking uh Xavier here left and right um yeah, it's pretty silly. Uh and he says uh to Xavier he's like, you know, your students are doing well in your training, but you haven't told them the truth yet. And I guess like as we find at the end of the, the end of the episode, the truth is Magneto is training Mystique to to also recruit students. Like why would Magneto taunt Xavier about telling them that? Yeah, well, you know, why does he want them to know that? Like I don't really understand Magneto's motivation in this series.
0: I mean, I mean, so far it's just to fuck with Xavier. Like that's the I mean, yeah. like, and to recruit more young mutants. Like that's the that seems to be the two things that we know about Magneto so far. I also don't really get this as a as a plot thing because why would he want Xavier to know his super secret villain plan? Yeah. Like, is is it just like, are, they, are students they literally playing chess with these people? Like, are they meeting yeah. somewhere to talk about it? Like, Oh, I, I got rogue. Oh fuck. I wanted rogue. Like that kind of thing. I don't, I don't,
2: Yeah, I, <laughs> I wanted the rogue rookie card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird. Well, and also, and just can, you know, not to, not to sound like a broken record, but contrast this Magneto with the animated series. Magneto. You know who has a really, really easy to understand motivation that's compelling, mm-hmm. right? Like Magneto is a freedom fighter. Here he's nothing. He's a weird. He's a weird window ghost. You know who who taunts Xavier. Like it's a big downgrade. Big, big downgrade for one of my favorite characters.
0: It's it's extremely weird. I, I mean, like so far. The only thing I like about Magneto is his voice, because his voice is fucking awesome. And, I mean, that's not anything to do with his characterization. That's just they happen to hire a a dude with a great deep voice that sounds dope. So, Yeah. um, Agreed. From here, we go back to the school bus, uh, where this guy is fucking driving through a mountain, a a snowy mountain with 20 kids in the back of the school bus. And I'm like, guys, what do you, what, yeah, why does this ever happen? It starts snowing. And he's like, Oh, well, we may have to cancel the trip. And then immediately loses control of the bus. (laughs) Like, just like instantly.
2: (laughs) Yep. Yep. And, uh, Cyclops kind of carves this, uh, this little ice hill that stops them from falling off the uh, cliff, saving everyone. Um, as they're like, literally just like, and they're dragging snowmobiles. Uh, here and they're like literally just like almost careening off the edge like it's pretty scary shit uh very unsafe and the teacher's like hey we should go home you know like a teacher But rogue says what if we take the snowmobiles to that cave and wait out the weather there and the teacher says okay Uh, which is extremely weird to me because we don't know when this weather is going to stop yes we don't know you know that seems like an irresponsible thing to do with these kids. Also, they brought four snowmobiles and they have like a thousand kids.
1: <laughs> so I don't
2: really, I don't really get it.
0: Uh, okay. So uh, and
2: Rogue is there to try to kind of get intelligence on Cyclops. Like she, she challenges Cyclops to a race to the hill or to the, the cave rather.
0: We're, we're going to learn a, a little bit later that Mystique is in the mix. Like she is, yeah. she, is she is snuck up on this. Rogue, during this race... Like Rogue actively tries to murder Cyclops and 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 the and the child on the on the back like back that's riding with Cyclops. Also, in a, in a kind of a, a funny moment, like Rogue has like a cheerleader on her 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 snowmobile who is freaking the fuck out the entire time. Uh, um,
2: well, so well, I, and is wearing a skirt with no no pants. We should sure. just note that in the middle yeah, of this yeah. blizzard as well. Everyone else is dressed in winter clothes except for the cheerleader. You uh, told actually, me this was going to be she, a
0: hot spring, Teach.
2: She's wearing she's okay. She is wearing. So I guess I think it's an animation error because she's wearing a trench coat. Uh, the first time it looked like it was just her bare legs. Now it looks like she's wearing pants. Sure. So possibly an animation error. But yeah, like I like Rogue
0: was acting so aggro during this and like actively trying to kill Cyclops so much that I thought this was Mystique. Like I, I yeah, really, I really yeah. did. And it's I don't think that it is. And then like at some point they they, they all catch up at the end. Like they go through a lengthy race sequence. Like I'm sure you're looking at that right now. Yeah. yeah, It's
2: a thousand years long. Yeah.
0: And it, as yeah. they get there, like rogue is all flirty with them at the end. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, who, yeah. is, who is this character? Like so much so that I've really thought it was mystique, but it's not like, we're going to learn very quickly that that was not mystique.
2: Yeah. It's pretty weird. You know, uh, and it is uncharacteristically aggressive mm-hmm. as well for rogue trying to kill a Cyclops and a guy. <laughs> And a random um, yeah. who I think is Duncan from Matthews from the party. For that, the that makes episode. sense.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, well, we, we assure you listeners by the end of this podcast, we will know who Duncan yes. is. We're going to get,
0: bring me pictures of Duncan.
2: Need <laughs> <laughs> pictures of Duncan, man. Um, back at the, uh, mansion Wolverine tells Xavier, Hey, you got to tell the kids about the truth about the principal." And, uh, you know, so we guess Wolverine and, uh, Magneto are in, in, league. And then, uh, storm and Jean show up and say like, listen, there's this big blizzard. Um, so they're we're gonna go have to go do an X Men emergency rescue. Um, we go back to the cave. The teacher is telling me about all these rocks. Like, hey, you know, we are on a geology thing. Let's make make lemonade. Here are rocks. Uh, but Rogue wanders off because she doesn't care about rocks. Uh, she cares about this hot spring. And Cyclops follows her, and they have this whole thing, like their whole dynamic. And this is a little bit strange, mm-hmm. like her flirting with him and everything. Like it has a little bit of like a cadence. I was like, oh, in this version of it, are they gonna? yeah yeah. you know are they gonna fuck with that like you know i i just assume you know it takes scott and gene for granted so much maybe this will actually play with the formula but i don't think so i think she he's just being a good leader you know he just wants to recruit it's it's just very strange because like she wants to
0: know about like all of their like battle simulations that the yeah. mystique told him about and and cyclops like is trying to explain there's weird soap opera music that i might have to cut in a little bit or send to you to for for a little sample yeah yeah um it's just it's just all very just very strange and then like mystique just shows up out of nowhere i like i i just it, it, like mystique shows up as the principal And then transforms into Mystique, like a cunning stratagem at all. (laughs) Like I Like what is going? Like why? And then she like and then she tries to kill Cyclops, which seems very aggressive. Compared,
2: like did Magneto tell
0: you to do this? Yeah.
2: What we we got fucking Mystique out here playing one dimensional chess, you know, like it's literally playing checkers, (laughs) playing three dimensional (laughs) checkers on everybody by uh, by just revealing her plan. I mean, I guess the idea is she reveals her plan, uh, cause she's going to kill Cyclops and he won't know, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's still just also real weird that she doesn't think any questions will, will come of just summarily executing Scott Summers. You know, they don't have the mind control person on their side to erase all these child murders, you know? Uh, and she does it like this, this episode is like by volume, 90% people trying to push Cyclops into a pit. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, which normally I would kind of be here for Like, I mean, yeah, I'm going to Supercut. Yeah. Uh, Cyclops <laughs> greatest pits. Like,
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> very good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so oh, uh, a rogue is uh, upset for pretty obvious reasons. I think, mm-hmm.
1: you
0: know, I mean, uh, like, and it's like, as, um, as, as much as she may have like looked up to mystique at this point, up to this point, like, I don't know that mystique has revealed herself to be a child murderer. So yeah. like when this happens in front of rogue, rogue's like, excuse me,
2: wait a minute. What is yeah. this?
0: I thought you guys and, just read a and, lot of
2: Reddit. Like I didn't realize yeah, you were yeah. into this. <laughs> the, uh, and mystique or, er, uh, rogue takes mystique's powers. And I just feel like mystique should be smart enough to have thought this might happen. And then there's a thing where mystique fucking. And again, I know this would be being picky about powers. Rogue grabs uh, mystique is Duncan mystique or uh, rogue grabs hit Duncan's hand. But when she switches back to mystique, the hand is gloved. Yeah. So she's not touching her skin. What the fuck? Like there, there's like one rule to rogues powers. Got to touch skin the skin. Got to have skin to skin contact. That's why she you know, that's why she doesn't just like that's why she can pat somebody on the back. Although we have you know, we like,
0: have we have theorized in the past that all of Mystique's clothes are her skin, right? Yeah, like, I guess that's true. Yeah, I mean yeah, like yeah. if you if you count like if she's a true shapeshifter, she is nude all the time and just pretending to have clothes. You're
2: probably right. Yeah. Think about think about that with uh, in terms of like brushing up against her or a party like Nightcrawler. Yeah. Like, yeah, just, yeah just, you know, like it's a weird flap of skin you got hanging down. Why? Why is your blouse sweating? You're yeah, not supposed to do that. Um, <laughs> There's moisture coming out of your scarf, girl. Get it together. Mystique in wet scarf. The mini series. Um, so here's a dumb thing as well. Uh, Rogue has now. So she learns the truth. Yes. Um, of all the stuff about Rogue, Mystique's recruiting, about Destiny, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Magneto. Uh, she decides to. You know, Mystique passes out. Rogue wants to save uh, Cyclops, but she changes into Mystique before she jumps down to save him, like, to scare him a little? I mean, yeah, I, why not? I don't understand why she does that. Like, is the idea that when she when she takes Mystique's form, she gets super agility? Man, I told you in the green room, Gary, today is Days of Future Pranks
0: Day. I yeah, yeah, like,
2: yeah. that's just, just, yeah, just, just what this is. I, I need you to, to shape up X-Men Evolution. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is... Um... Yeah. And so, then uh yeah, then they, 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 they ride down they do like a, a water rafting sequence mm-hmm. uh as they, they fall down and they end up on a waterfall outside the cave.
0: Yep. And um they manage to grab onto something, but that breaks, and then they fall onto a land bridge, um mm-hmm. where they are gonna have a showdown mm-hmm. with nothing against land bridge, huh? I wrote it I wrote, it, I wrote like <laughs> a giant capital letters in the <laughs> I thing. Know. I was gonna try to hype this up. <laughs> I
1: know,
2: I am not the I'm not bound by your notes. <laughs> Don't make me play the video, Jeremy. Um <laughs> uh They they, could, they they land on some there's some sort of bridge. I guess it's it, it, they did land on it. If a land bridge is called that because you land on it, oh then, then maybe that's the compromise. We it's can. It's made out of
0: land. Beat. Rocks are land. <laughs> it's the whole thing. It's, place. Of it's ice. a bridge between two places. It's
2: permafrost.
0: <laughs> I don't care what's your doctorate of whatever studies. It says
2: I am right. Uh, he studied spiders. um The. uh so they land there and Cyclops is dying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> again, Cyclops is very
0: seriously injured in a way that like, yeah. we don't normally see the X-Men injured.
2: Yeah. It just shows as a bruise on his head, but everyone's very worried because he's not waking up. Um, Mystique shows up, uh, looks on over them. It's cold. They're freezing to death. Um, and, uh, Mystique watches. She's very mad because she's losing rogue. Um, the, the full grown X-Men, uh, are flying to the cave. Um, but they're flying in the snow and it happens slow and uh, Storm has to like try to uh, control the weather but not control the snow that's killing the students. Then Mystique turns into a wolf. Like there's just a lot going on here.
0: You're, you're now just reciting things you're seeing on the screen right now. Yeah,
2: no, yeah, but I'm just that's what happens next. Like they're trying to get there and then Mystique is going to fight them. I am just reciting things on the screen, but it's pretty wild <laughs> to be fair. Uh, mystique turns into
0: a wolf gary can we can we camp out on that for a little bit like yeah i didn't know her, she could her, do that her reaction to uh, there's a child injured and my like somewhat weird daughter like is is now angry with me
2: i'm going to eat them is the response yeah. yeah and and not just eat them i'm not just gonna like turn into a person and like hit them with a bar and knock them out or whatever um i'm going to uh turn to a wolf so i can bite them taste their blood mm. You know, which I, I would still be, uh, you know, Mystique at that point. Presumably, when Mystique turns into a wolf and bites a human, she's just eating a person. You know? That's real weird. Are you saying that the person that she bites becomes a were Mystique? Is that what <laughs> you were going for? <laughs> no, I, I was saying Mystique has eaten a lot of human flesh. Sure. But, like, I mean, that is like a quest Like, where do you think she
0: got the skulls for the belt? <laughs> like,
2: it, it, <laughs> like, little, very, like, babies. Yeah. If if I were a Mystique, I would definitely turn to a wolf and try to eat people, I think. Because, I mean, like, when you're a wolf, it doesn't count. Like, it's what wolves do.
0: The the, the secret truth about shapeshifters, assuming that it's not, like, bloody, like, shed-your-skinned kind of, like, yeah. shapeshifter, Usk. it's just magic Mystique shapeshifting, is that you would do anything. Like, it's the best power in the world. Yeah. Like, it's the coolest shit you could ever do, especially if you could change into it animals.
2: It's crazy. Yeah. I would, you know, like you can you imagine being a hummingbird and just fucking drinking sugar all the time? God, and fucking
0: constantly. The hummingbirds love to fuck, man. Imagine yeah, that.
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, like I spend some humming, like definitely some hummingbird weeks. Hey, boss, can I, I ever take ever the
0: day it. off? I need a hummingbird day. And he's like, I don't know what that means.
2: <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. That's well, in my benefits? Like I get one of these a month. <laughs> the, uh, Um.
0: Uh. So the plane lands. Like Wolverine yep. and the X Men arrive. Um. <clears throat> they they. Uh, Rogue takes Cyclops' powers at the last minute and Blast uh the wolf, the wolf teak, mm-hmm. I guess is what you are, the mist yep. wolf. Uh, yep. She's about to fall off this land bridge, and she changes to an eagle, and then Wolverine comes and is like, get out of here, eagle! And she's like, okay, <laughs> squawk! And leaves.
2: So it sounds like you're being flipped, but that's basically it's what, what like he just He steps yeah. off He's and
0: is like, get the fuck out of here! And she's like, okay!
1: Except she goes, squawk! And then she flies away, and that's
0: it. That's all she does.
2: I mean, they all know it's Mystique, it's still very weird though, that he's just like leave. And she's like, you got it. You're the boss.
0: Hey storm. Can I get a, a strike of lightning? Hey Xavier, can you mind control her into the, the fucking you know prison cell that we have on the blackbird? Like yeah. just literally anything,
2: please. There's also another little detail here where the X-Men can't find Cyclops. So as a beacon mystique uh, or rogue takes off Cyclops, glasses. So he'll just fire straight up.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's, that's the beacon, good. which
2: I, yeah. I love that. It was mm-hmm. very funny looking. Um, So, yeah, so uh, Wolverine shoes Mystique Mm -hmm. away. Um, The kids are rescued. And Wolverine's like, what is your, you know, whose side are you on? Um, And Rogue is like, like, I really have a choice. And Wolverine's like, of course you have a choice. You know, he's like, we're not going to take anybody by force. You you saw that we were not the the kind of people that uh, Mystique portrayed us to be.
0: I do like her question of asking that though, of being like, yeah, yeah. If, I, if I say no, will you kick me off the plane? And we'll "Yeah, like, basically. Eh, no, nah, we're not going to do yeah, that. But like, yeah. you know, Xavier over there is going to make you forget
2: this. Like that's going to yeah. be happening. And then there's yeah, this yeah,
0: yeah. weird, slow zoom on Xavier's face. And he's
1: like, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> going to fuck with I, your mind.
2: We've been more yep. rogue. I'm going to do what, what needs to be done in either case. Um, so but she says, yeah, I'll be with the X-Men. Uh, and then, you know, Xavier's like, yes. <laughs> um, so now Rogue's on the good side. Uh, they go back to the mansion, and all the kids are calling out Xavier in um, this like very weirdly democratic for the X-Men kind of situation. Like, you know, we, we we both saw Dark Phoenix. We haven't podcasted about it yet, but, like, there's a, a big call-out Xavier moment in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very rare, and it seems to happen when, like, something very bad happens. Here, it's just, like, the students actually just being like, hey, this sucks, man. You know, I'm kind of surprised, like... You know, and a little bit, again, I like that it moves forward, even though Xavier literally just goes, you're right, I apologize.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a weird scene because, like, everybody's mad because Xavier hid the fact that Mystique was their principal and yeah. basically are saying, like, hey, what, you know, you sent us out there, but you didn't tell us everything and you could have gotten us hurt and, and, you know, you should tell us everything. And then they ask Rogue, who has been there for, like, yeah. 45 seconds and is still freezing cold from all of the yep. like, hypothermia <laughs> she still has. Um yeah. And, and and she basically says like you know honesty is extremely important that's the thing that I've learned today and Saber's like it is and sorry I, I could tell you I, you know I I I I assumed you weren't ready for some things and I could tell that you're ready for some of them and I'll try to get better at telling which is which thing I need to tell you at, at which time later in the future I gotta go see ya <laughs> like, yeah he basically says he's going to keep doing the same thing of like deciding what he's going to tell them like it's fucking insane
2: like he apologizes but does not demonstrate that he knows why what he did was wrong or that he'll never do it again.
0: Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I cheated on you. I promise not to do it again unless the opportunity presents itself. Like,
2: yeah, I <laughs> yeah, won't do it unless I really want to. I won't do it unless um, she's blonde. I promise. Yeah. I, the, uh, I, I, uh, uh, I eat at Jimmy John's from time to time, you know, <laughs> and uh, Jimmy John's has all their like annoying signage mm-hmm. all over the wall. Right. It's one of those places. And, uh, one of the signs they have up there, just because it's random bullshit, is like a proper apology contains three parts. And it's like the basics of, a pol- of an apology, right? Like it's a, you know, it's, it's, you know, I, I I'm sorry I hurt you. I know what I did was wrong. I won't do it again. Um, and Xavier fails that test. So if Jimmy John's is better at this than <laughs> Xavier, man, that's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> like- basically my point
0: i um i don't have a clear memory of doing this but um jimmy john's is uh autumn's spot of choice when we are um out and about in new orleans and we've it's like two, two or three in the morning and she's like hey let's grab the sandwich and then let's eat it and let's pass the fuck out um so last time we were in New Orleans, we did that. And I remember going to Jimmy John's and I remember being like, yeah, I'll just take the same sandwich she's having. I don't, I don't want to make any decisions about the sandwich right now. I'm Done. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to have any more communication in this bright ass building that I'm in. Yep. Yeah, I'm done. Um, so we get our stuff, we take it back to the, to the room. And Autumn has told me this and I vaguely remember like talking about it, but like I'd take a bite of the sandwich and it's literally just like, it's like turkey and bread. There's no mayonnaise. There's no. There's no <laughs> lettuce. And, and apparently, I looked at her and said, "Why did you order us an austerity sandwich? Like, what the fuck <laughs> is wrong with you?" <laughs> She's like, "Jerry, you could have gotten anything. Like, if you didn't have to get what I got." And I'm like, I don't, yeah. "I
2: don't know, man. I just thought you'd order a sandwich."
0: Yeah, I thought you'd get an actual sandwich and not a piece of meat between two yeah, not, dry pieces no, of bread. Not
2: a Depression-era recipe book, like. <laughs>
0: uh autumn is on episode 36 or something of this podcast it'll be years before she catches
2: up and hears that. yeah, yeah, yeah um, you got time yeah you got time so yeah this is um,
0: this ends with that and that's that's this episode and there's a lot of stuff i like about it um this this the whole cyclops like questioning xavier thing the kids questioning xavier thing is, is something that i actually kind of dig rogues arc in this is weird but fine like it just takes a weird dip in the middle that i, I didn't particularly like but like from the beginning to the end is actually pretty good. Uh, And a lot of the action stuff is just kind of weird and bad. I don't understand Mystique in this at all. Like, why Mystique cares? I know she was trying to protect Rogue, or her interest in Rogue, for her, like, getting too close to the X-Men. But, like, this seems like the complete opposite and bad way to go about it. So, I don't know, man. Like, this is... I mean, this episode was okay. I'll be as you are i am ready for stuff to kick off like i i want them to go raid the school and kill the principal now like right like i want that fight to happen
1: yeah yeah, yeah th- this
2: should be a um you know like did you ever read those harry potter books yeah like you know four times uh, dog i'm okay <laughs> i'm a potter head <laughs> yeah I I, I I i you know i am generally in favor of harry potter i read the books once like so, you know, like i like them there's the one uh, one of them ends um i think it's the fourth one like ends with this like crazy call to arms, right? Like they're like, Oh shit. Things are real. Like, you know, the, the bad guys like Voldemort's coming back. Everything is going to actually get serious. We have to, you know, we have to fight back. And I was like, this is awesome. Like the next book is going to be, you know, ag- they're going to pick things up. And then when you actually read the next book, it's like, twas another fall. And the Quidditch matches were like, it, it literally just starts with the same shit. Yeah. Uh, that's always done. And disappointed me so much. And I'm very worried about that here. Uh, like they, they've, they've done this new setup where it's like, Oh shit. Like everyone knows the stakes. Like everyone knows, uh, you know, what, uh, what they could, what they could do. What's that, what's at play. And what if they just don't do anything with it? You know,
0: may I, uh, read you the name and the description of the next episode?
2: <laughs> I feel like it's not gonna be good, but yes,
0: <laughs> the name is called is, is spike cam all one word. Oh okay. And the description good. is Spike receives a video camera for a class assignment, but the camera is found by Wolverine's nemesis Sabretooth who uses it to find <laughs> the institute.
2: Yay! <laughs> <laughs> really dealing Finally.
0: with that with that you know interpersonal drama that we established in this episode. So,
2: yeah. Oh, good god. Can't
0: wait for Blair Witch X-Men to happen.
2: Uh, that's a bummer. Yeah. I want them to storm the school as well. Um sadly does not look like we're there yet. Um So.
0: So, yeah, thank you, everybody for listening uh, we 'll be back in a couple of weeks. Um, apologies if uh stuff is not entirely on schedule. Me and Gary have crazy schedules right now and yeah there's there's just a bunch of crazy shit happening all over the place so uh, we're gonna we're, we're we're staying current I think but apologies if we're a little late in here and there um, if you like this episode please hit us up at patreon.com slash Doug all kinds of cool benefits and a real easy and direct way to support the network and Gary and me specifically none of the money goes to everything to Guppy anymore so if you if you specifically Mm-mm. put down that you're patronizing for days of future cast will Hughes gets no money so I just want you to do yep. that
2: up front so yeah we've, we've stopped it from happening it's we uh, we put them on the with the brakes on them baby mm-hmm. um yeah so uh donate to fuck over <laughs> will use <he's>, yeah Will. <laughs> um yeah uh in addition um ratings, reviews and the biggest in addition is to come to duck fast yes uh august 31st all day in portland oregon and, in, uh, and all night the, too if you're not a wimp <laughs> what's up yeah 100% <laughs> yeah we're going to we're going to go have some drinks at a cool barcade uh and just uh just generally have some fun um, it's gonna be a full day of shows. Jeremy's coming out. So there is a, uh, a Days of Future cast component. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna have Jeremy uh, join us for Bonfireside Chat as well. We yep. have a fun thing planned. You still have um, not told me what that is. You probably should prep oh, me at some point. <laughs> you don't have to I tell me right now. You. Yeah. <laughs> now. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, really excited about that. Um, you should come out. Tickets are available at www.duckfeed.tv slash duckfest.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, we, you know, there, it's a, it's a big theater, holds a lot. Um, you know, tickets are technically limited. Like, I would, it would be sad if this, like, actually sold out, which it could if you are trying to get tickets. Like, it'd be awesome for me if it sold out. Sad for you. So, I recommend uh, trying to go and uh, get those tickets. Oh, shit. Gary, um, do I need
0: to go buy a ticket? Is
2: that the way this works? <laughs> uh, the, the, I'm glad that you read between the lines. That's basically what I was trying Damn, to do. Uh, fucking called out. Trying to get you to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Basically, it was just trying to, to raise tickets by, uh, you by, know. Yeah uh having all the people who are performing by one as well sure um not the case um going to be very fun though all day all night super great
1: mm-hmm.
2: um yeah so uh come join us please and uh i think that's probably about it yeah we'll be back in a couple of weeks with spike cam <laughs> spike cam we all want it do we Do we? nope citation, not remotely. citation needed citation never found <laughs>